what's going on what's good everybody welcome to another episode of the 20 hours from home podcast it is i your host king dave aka dave aka Westside king aka cold day aka uncle dave aka just simply dave oh another one um aka wholesome dave because that is who you i know, am very wholesome young man if you gotta say that you're wholesome um are you really i am <laughs> i am I'm, I'm fairly wholesome i think but uh yeah uh as always i have with me my wonderful co-host khadijah Hello. um it's i khadijah um, aka Sugar Ray K, aka Jill Scott to Afro, aka Deedles, and I have a new one for this week as well. Um, cause I saw it on a post on Twitter that was a, really a post from Facebook of someone like ripping Tory Lanes a new one, and he he called he called the guy who wrote the post called. Tory Lanez, the okayest of all time. So, the O. <laughs> 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 and, and so now I, you know, I'm pretty okay. So, I am the oat. O-O-A-T. Okayest of all time. The oat. The okayest of all time. Wow. Um, yeah. You know, I kind of rock with that. I feel like I feel like I'm a Yeah, you know, you, not everybody could be the greatest, you know, because the greatest true. literally means a finite. But, you know, I'm pretty okay. I think I'm cool. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, the okayest of all time. I rock with that. Um, today is September 27th, 2020. Um, and yeah, wonderful Sunday. For sure. So, David, um, what do you, what do you have for your song and for your sip? <laughs> <laughs> I like your, your gesture. Your, gesture. <laughs> your sip. Um, so I am sipping on good old water um and this again ties into my wholesomeness um you know last week was just a smoothie this time it's water because i'm a wholesome young man um and my song is 1238 by childish gambino featuring um 21 savage and who's the other person ink and somebody I'm not sure who she is or he is. But whatever. It's a good song. Um, it's from Childish Gambino's album that he dropped this year that he was uh, too lazy to name. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just called 31520, which is the date he dropped it. And most of the songs are just <laughs> numbers. There's only like two songs in the whole album mm-hmm. that has titles, like actual titles. But it's my favorite song on the album like the beat is just so so like just groovy like every time i play it if you drive past me while i'm in the car i'm playing you're just gonna see the just just shoulders just 
just mm. rocking just yep killing them <laughs> love that song but yeah that's my it's my song of the week what are you sipping on and what's your song of the week um i am sipping on both water and a heated flower infused version of water aka tea it's not even even flowers it's technically well something's in it but it's lemon ginger tea um if you are a caribbean person you know that lemon ginger tea is a staple um so yeah i'm sipping on some lemon ginger tea no honey because grow up honey does not sugar sweetness does not go in tea tea is just Oh, I'm a child then. It's a natural flavor. You, it's flavored already through the flowers, so you don't need honey. Oh no, I'm gonna be a child because I I gotta have some sugar and some honey in Mm-mm-mm. my tea for Mm-mm. sure. Yeah. Well, and I oh my song of the week. <laughs> Um, so I was like tossing it back between these two songs and, you know, I'm gonna toss it one way. Um, so my song of the week is Had Enough, um, by Don Tolliver featuring Offset and Quavo. Um, that's just a, like, like, I don't know, like, it just, I don't know how to describe the mo the movement that I'm doing, but it, you know it just bounces, um, <laughs> and it, it like it grooves as well. Okay. And like I, Don Tolliver did a great job on this song. It actually, um, I'm actually gonna listen to more of his music because I really liked how he slid on this record. Um, he way better than both Offset and Quavo. Um, his, um verse was but and you know shout out to travis scott because he put it on his album like their jack boys album but um so yeah i would have never heard of him but yeah um you should listen to it i just found out that david doesn't really care for travis scott and so disappointed (laughs) I it's like this like I don't ever really go out of my way to listen to Travis Scott like when somebody's like oh Travis Scott new Travis Scott just dropped I'm like mm-hmm. if I hear it I hear it you know it's like it's one of those things I'm never like anticipating you know more Travis Scott like um Birds in the Trap Scene Brian McKnight I love that album and then when um, Astro World was about to drop. I was anticipating that because I really liked, um, I really mm-hmm. liked mm-hmm. Birds in a Trap. So I was like, all right, can't wait to hear Astro World. Astro World did not disappoint. Great Timeless. album. Timeless. Um, but like after that, uh, it's like, I don't know. I feel like he just keeps doing the same mm-hmm. things. Like, He's released other songs after, after Astro World, and it's done other features, and it's just like, all right, Travis, Travis Scott, just doing mm-hmm. his Travis Scott thing, and like it's it's not bad, but it's just 
like I said, I'm not going to go out of my way to listen to it. Like, if I hear it, if it pops on the radio, if it pops up on my shuffle, mm-hmm. cool. I'm, I probably won't skip it, but I'm just not, like, I wouldn't consider myself a okay. fan. Like, true that, you know. true that, true that, true that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I kind of feel the same way about, like, Rick Ross. Like, I respect him. I feel like Rick Ross is very mm-hmm. talented. Um, he, he's, he kills features all the time. He always kills features but his own music i don't care to listen to like whole albums of rick ross and i totally agree with you even though um people from my city would um hate that i agree with you because of, of course you know rick <laughs> ross is from miami so you know people here revere him but I just think he's very lackluster. Um, yes, he picks great beats, like, but it's just like his his actual content, I would say, is not for me either. But here I am. That's a motherfucking jam. <laughs> oh yeah, here I am is always. That's always a hit I for me. I gotta make it out of <laughs> Come on, hey. She could be my lady, she could be my lover. She could be my lady, she could be my lover. Um, that is Love a that great song. song. Um, but yeah, so shout out to him. And even I think he has a song with Kanye and Big Sean called Sanctified. And um, yeah. even though that's his song, I skip him when his part comes on. Because the song is great, but it is. Rick Ross wasn't needed, and you know that's sad to say because you know he, I feel it. it's his song, but you know he chose that by being mediocre. Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> he but he has like he has like like him and Kanye have good songs together. Monster, um, and then Rick Ross and Drake. Is always a good. That's a good combo. They always they have a lot of good songs together. Other than Ashton Martin music, what is what else is there? Really, you got you got Free Spirit. Oh yeah. You got just tap my name on it, girl, so you know it's real. Tap my okay, name on true. you, so we know it's real. Yeah. You got that one. You got um. What's the name of that song? Because that was supposed to be on Take Care, but it didn't make the album. What's the song that did make the album? Oh, Lord Knows. That's a good one. Drake and um and Rick Ross. And then you got uh the the latest one. Gold Roses, I think. That was on Rick Ross last and album. He also did one when the Raptors won, right? What those two songs? Right. Was it um, oh Money, Money in the Grave. No no no. It's Money in the in a Grave, yep. Yeah. So yeah, they got they yeah. got some hits together. I like that. Money combo. in the Grave was a good song for Drake. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so Rick Ross again was mediocre. mediocre. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, shout out to Rick Ross because you know I love Wingstop. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> and I usually, I mean, because he owns so many down here, you probably are going to a Rick Ross owned Wingstop. Um, so yeah. Okay. 
But all right, um, yo, Deesh, what's your interesting read this Hello. week? Um, my interesting read is um, comes from the Philadelphia Housing Action. Um, so recently, well, as of yesterday, I should say, the city of Philadelphia relinquished 50 of their vacant homes into a community trust to um, to allow people who are homeless to live in those houses. Um, and this comes okay. after, like, months of protests organized by the Philadelphia Housing Act. Um, these protests included, like, takeovers, like people basically squatting in homes um, and, like, campouts on roads um, and, like, people creating, like, blockades to, like, protect the people in those campouts. So, um, yeah, and there were, like, 15 homes that were occupied by um, mothers and children, um, like, they were squatting, and those were included in that deal, which I feel like they could have... Um, they could have, you know, added more, but whatever. Um, and those properties, they belong to the trust for the rest of time. And they're specifically for extremely low-income people. So you have to make, like, $25,000 um, or below in order to live in one of those 50 homes. Um, but, I mean, to say all of that, but at the same time... There were a recent report by Pew. I'm not sure who that is. Um, they state that there are 140,000 households in Philadelphia that earn $30,000 or less. So there's a lot of work to do. Um, right. But. Because you said it's only, only 50, 50 homes. homes. There's yeah. a lot of work to do. I mean, this is got to start somewhere, start somewhere right? And, so. you know, it didn't come easy. So shout out to, you know, them going towards progress. Um, that is something that I don't know if I've ever seen that before, where um, people actually give up vacant homes so that, like, put vacant homes in the city's name so that people can live there. Um, which I think needs to be done more because, you know, you, capitalism is forcing a lot of people into um, homelessness. And at the same time, you don't want to see the homeless people out on the street, but what are you doing to, f like, fix homelessness? All these vacant homes, right. and you're telling me you'd rather just you rather leave it vacant and still get no money than to have someone live there that could eventually give you money. Yeah, you need to go ahead and do something like that here because it's hella vacant homes. Um, I mean, here right now, at least in the beginning part of the summer, they haven't done that in a while now I think about it. But, like, they were tearing down a lot of vacant homes, which to me was still a good thing because uh, it's just mm. so ugly just all the vacant homes around here um, but it'll be great if they could repurpose a lot of those vacant, vacant homes 
Um, but yeah, that's something that I feel like is definitely needed here for yeah. sure. So organize with, you know, or, you know, maybe someone should just organize. Maybe, I mean, obviously not you, but, <laughs> but yes. You know what? Why, Why not me? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I can't do that. Um, but yeah, so people will be able to start moving in to those homes by the winter. Um, so, which is great because, of course, it's Philadelphia. It gets cold in the winter. Um, and, you know, also cities put up, like, different blockades so that homeless people can't really, like, stay on the street. And so it's good. You know, they'll be out of the um, cold. And so, like, shout out to, like, Jennifer. I don't know how to pronounce this last name. Benich. Maybe I got it right. She was an organizer for the Occupy PHA um, organization. And also shout out to James Talib Dean, who is one of the organizers of the one of the encampments. There were two encampments, and he organized one of them. But he unfortunately passed away like one week into the protest. So, um, and his birthday was yesterday. It would have been yesterday. So, um like triple shout out to him and yeah that is my interesting read for the week what is yours david all right so mine is um mine is about the president of the united Mm. states of america um a mr Donald Trump. And um this is this is, you know, fresh news hot off the press. Um it was revealed today um some of some of his tax information. You know, for years yeah, they've yeah. been telling him to reveal his tax information and he's been you know Ducking it. not doing that. Yep. And he still hasn't. It's just that I've I mean, I didn't read too deep into this article, so I'm not sure how this information was obtained. But um, his, you know, he won't show anyone his tax information, but we are told what was in it. And um, so, according to this article, um, Donald Trump has paid a grand total of $750 in income taxes. And uh, that was in 2017. That's what he paid, 2017. Um, $750? And the $750. Um, just for... Oh, man, I don't have that tweet. I can't find it. But just for uh, reference sake, uh, Joe Biden paid uh, over $3 million in income tax in 2017 um i believe kamala harris paid somewhere between like uh like a half a million in income tax uh in 2017 and donald trump 750 dollars i mean i'm better than um jeff bezos who paid zero yeah true but um yeah 
$750. And um, then the other thing is in the past, the 10 years prior, no, 15 years prior to that, he's only paid income taxes uh, 10 out of the 15 years prior to 2017. So there was, you know, that's only five years that he's actually paid anything in income taxes. So, yeah, your president who's, skates on uh-huh. taxes. Who's president? Uh-huh. The Megaites? Um, You know what? Not, yeah, not ours. And probably no one that yeah. listens to this podcast. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. you know, their president. president. They is not us, um, but yeah, you don't pay no taxes, and, which is wild. And he, you know, my broke ass be paying taxes all the damn time. And if I gotta, if I paid, if I skipped out on my taxes, guess where I'm gonna end up at? Clinker, jail. Exactly. You got some shit. Fucking Wesley Snipes in jail. Whoa, did went to jail. Jail. For, tax evasion and he gets reminded about it every damn time he served his time he served his okay? time, he he served his time. time over to the goddamn um united states all right yeah he always got people in his mentions talking about pay your taxes wesley all the damn time I, I think he's hilarious, though, because yeah. he wasn't coming back at them all the time. But he don't let nobody talk to him so crazy. Shout out to Wesley Snipes. <laughs> right. Yeah. But yeah, that's the, the president for you. Mm-mm-mm. Hey, Batman. But yeah. Um, Khadija, what's happening? What's your 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 topic for pop culture? Um, I'm just gonna briefly dip. Oh, you know what? You know what? You know what? I know you want to say briefly, but I mean, I got hella opinions okay. on this too. So I think I'm I'm gonna talk about my topic okay. first, and then we'll save yours for after mine, so we can both you know do that then. Do jump that in then. on it. All right, all right. So my pop culture topic was um gospel royalty slash Detroit royalty CC Winans was a part of this um this Trump endorsed uh kind of like advertisement thing and it was called I don't even know. I forgot. I wasn't even paying attention like that. It was like something. I don't know. It was about containing coronavirus, but it was sponsored by Trump's camp. And um, so her being a part of this, people automatically assumed that she's she's, you know, MAGA gang. And, mm-hmm. you know, we were. I mean, I was like, I was hurt by that because, you know, it's CC Winans. You know, she's like I said, she's gospel royalty. She's Detroit royalty, and um, yeah, it was really unfortunate. 
it was a lot of memes, a lot of jokes uh, that came out afterwards, <laughs> um, after this news. Um, but come to find out, she came, she jumped on Instagram, and she let everyone know that, you know, it's not true. Um, she was asked to do this video, and um, it wasn't supposed to be anything that was political. It was just a, uh, it was just, she was told to do a video about coronavirus and she was just talking about um, the importance of wearing a mask and the importance of keeping each other safe. And that's all the video was supposed to be. I guess she was unaware of who it was really for. But she came out and said that it was not a political thing and she was not endorsing Trump. Now, by all means, she probably could be behind closed doors, a Trump supporter and all that stuff. But she at least is not publicly coming out and saying that she uh, is a Trump supporter. So, you know, I'm going to give CeCe Wines the benefit of the doubt. And hopefully she's, you know, not on that Trump shit. All right, so anyway, Khadija, what is what is your pop culture topic? So my pop culture topic of this week, um, it's not really something that I really want to talk about per se because I feel like, you know, we're kind of like beating a dead horse um, about this topic, but I did want to say that a certain someone... I'm not going to say his name because he don't deserve that for me, but he certain someone that um, back in J- July, he shot at a woman um, and he dis- he's been quiet for most of the time. However, um, recently he decided, when was this? Thursday, he tweeted to all my fans, um, sorry that I've been quiet for so long, but now I'm going to really tell my story or some shit like that. And so he, we all thought that it was going to be like him going on Instagram live because that is now his, his platform, his Quarantine radio is his. Um, And he instead did something even more cloud chasing and dropped an album named after himself. And on one of the songs, he talked about the situation. Not really. He didn't really talk about the situation. Um that happened, which makes sense because, you know, these are legal matters. However, um, he basically was saying, like, basically calling out other people for the fact that they didn't have his back. Right. Um, when the, all the, this stuff went down. And he, um, he, said like Kylie like maybe she was like Megan was jealous because of Kylie Jenner which 
let's be clear. <laughs> um, it's Megan the fucking Stallion. <laughs> True. True. But, but you was, know. was he saying that, like, like, she was upset because he was showing Kylie attention or was was that what's happening? I don't know. I believe that was the lyric. Okay. Um Cuz I mean, if that's the case, you know, again, like Megan, if it's a choice between Megan and Kylie, you don't be going Megan all the time. But I could definitely see her being like, how dare this little, little nigga, how dare he, you know, and be upset about that. I could see that. Like. I wouldn't call it jealousy. Like, no, it's just a matter of respect. Like, if you. A matter of respect. If we, if we a thing, if we a thing and we here in this, in this woman's house and you just all in her face and stuff like, uh, you have some class, like. Whose nigga are you? Type of deal. You yeah. Know? But you know, niggas just want to be next to Kylie Jenner. Like, be next to that whole fucking clan. Yeah. So, and you know, Tory Lanez don't seem like, seem like a very clout chasing type of man. So, so let me tell you, he names the track Queen and Slim. Wow. Okay. Now, if you've ever watched that movie, um, you know that that's very fucking strange to name a song that you are addressing shooting a woman after. It's strange. Um, he, um, this is the entire lyric. Me and Kylie still off in the pool. We was chilling, kicking shit. Was cool. Both of us didn't know you was tripping. Even though I got a crush on Kylie, I would have left left with you if I knew you was dipping for the simple reason. You invited me, but I can't act like Shardy didn't excite me. I had took a wrong turn that night. Okay. And then... Um, he also said, um, like how that 1942 from Kylie House still got you talking tr- crazy. Fuck a hail or handshake from niggas. Past months, the energy has been mad fake from niggas. I'm lifted up. Bring some ran rap. Talent's gifted up. Um, something, something. Unapologetically, I jumped inside a pool and Kylie's face was looking heavenly. So, I would, I mean, you've already, I've already said this on this podcast, that I'm beating that nigga up if I ever see him, but, like, it enrages me. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. But... You know, men are like people are gonna be people at the end of the day. 
and I guess if, and like, you know, I, I don't want to talk about him specifically anymore, but I know you have some thoughts. Yeah. Um, first of all, my thoughts on, on he who shall not be named. Um, the whole thing was just super lame anyway. Uh, I know for a long time, like ever since this, his, you know, this happened, people have been wondering like, yo, like what's not, what's his side of the, well, I know a lot of people have been wondering what's his side of the story, but, mm-hmm. um, kind of just want to know what he has to say for himself. And, um, I feel like his time to speak was before Megan came out and said, you know, exactly what happened. I feel like he should have came out and said something before then. Mm -hmm. And then that way, at least, you know, I feel like at least whatever he came out and said, his side of the story, whatever, I think it would have been accepted a little better not that people would agree with him or be like oh okay he's telling truth i don't know if people would believe him or not but it wouldn't be like putting it out on an album and doing it this way using megan's trauma and this Mm -hmm. terrible situation to Mm -hmm. get some type of clout to get you know um to get streams to get recognition for your for your album um, that is like extra, extra trash and super disrespectful it, to, to Megan. It kind of feels like what 6ix9ine-ism was doing. Like he basically started a bunch of bullshit and used that in order to sell his records. Yeah, true. But I feel like at least in this, it kind of really only involves him. Like, it's really, like, all surrounding just 6 9 Like, no one else is really victimized in his bullshit. You know? Um, but to, to, like, Megan has really been, like, going through it ever since this whole thing happened. Whether it be mm-hmm. from fans or whatever constantly you know doubting her and disclaiming mm-hmm. whatever she says about the situation or just from him and his team and them coming out and saying some crazy stuff so um and there's the fact that she got shot like that's traumatic yeah. for anybody um so yeah she's really been going through it so i feel like to use that to sell records is super super just trash mm-hmm. um but what i really wanted to talk about was the people that that are like well there's two sides to every story and i'm gonna listen to the album because i want to hear his side i mean mm-hmm. i wasn't there why are we just automatically believing that what megan said is the truth and it's like that shit was Who is with the bullet bullet wounds in her feet Right, it's like that shit was really pissing me off. I had a little back and forth with um with uh, a young woman 
on on Twitter about it because she was like, you know, I wasn't there. None of us were there. We don't know what really happened. So I think we should let, you know, we should hear both sides. So we should hear his side of the story. And I just tweeted and was like, don't be this person. Like, please don't be this person. And then she went, you know, yeah. what person is that? I mean, really, none of us were there. We don't know what happened, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, listen, all I need to know is Meg, Meg got shot. And she said mm-hmm. who shot her. That's all I need to know. Mm-hmm. And she's all like, well, why are you acting like people don't get convicted of shit they didn't do all the time? And I'm like, listen, what reason does she have to lie? Like, she was the one that got shot. And why is it that we need black women to bring us a laundry list of receipts and all these all this proof when they say something like she she was shot we all know that's a fact Mm -hmm. we all know for a fact that tory lanes was arrested on gun charges that same night no one else was arrested with for any type of gun charges or any no one else was arrested period and so for all we know from the facts is there was only one gun and it belonged to uh, Mr. Daystar. To rid the lanes. So, um, I'm like, so we have a gun, we have an owner of a gun, and we have a person that was shot. You put two and two together, right? And Always go make four. Exactly. So, I don't understand why is it that, you know... We need all this proof and all these things like that. Like, imagine somebody was like, well, many people have said this, but imagine if a black person was like, when after, um, when Trayvon Martin was shot, they're like, well, we got to hear both sides of the story. I mean, we need to know what happened. Like, no, nah, we, we know what happened. Like, we, know, we, what we know what happened. We don't, we don't need the other side. Like, come on. And people will try to rationalize abusers and abuse. And there's no rationalizing it because it's not rational. Right. It's literally like, what? like we don't need the other side because it doesn't matter what Megan did. It really, right. like, whatever yeah. she did, she did not deserve to get shot. Like, there was no she... reason for a gun to be fired. Like... Like, let's say in a criminal sense, Megan the Stallion could have, Megan Pete could have cussed that man out. That is not a charge. That's not a, a crime. She could have punched that man in, her fa- in his face. While that might maybe be, be a charge um, as, a, as an assault. That is, you you have to just eat that. As a man, you just got to eat it first. And secondly, if you're not going to eat it, you should at least do something equal. I mean, obviously I'm not, like, advocating for him to have hit her back. But I'm saying, like, even if she did hit him in his face... You still don't roll down your window after she got out the car and shoot her. Right. So no matter what, unless he got shot as well, there's really no reason for him to have shot her. 
None. None whatsoever. None. There's no reason in this world for him mm. to have shot her. And she also, again, didn't say anything until he started lying about it. She exactly. was keeping her mouth shut. Well, like, we all knew, but she ain't say anything until he started lying. Right. And as far as, like, as far as, uh, when it first happened, I didn't automatically and immediately assume that Daystar was the one that shot her. I'm like, because it just didn't add up to me. Because I'm like, nothing we knew about him prior to this situation says that right. he'd be the type to do that. To so because sure. I'm like, I don't know. So... Yeah, I'm wondering what his side of the story is at that point. But once mm-hmm. Megan Kump came out and was like, this is what happened. This man shot me. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. no, that's it. We don't need a side now. We got Megan's side. She said what happened. <clears throat> she said what happened. She pointed out her shooter. That's it. And that right there is a witness. And witnesses are one of... um the greatest things you can have in court. So, and there's two other witnesses, Kelsey and um, his bodyguard. Um, not Kelsey's bodyguard, but um, Voldemort's bodyguard. <laughs> Voldemort. <laughs> Voldemort. Because uh, he who shall not be named. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I see what you did there. <laughs> Um, and I don't watch Harry Potter. I just know that reference because Harry Potter is just so invasive, but, um, Harry Potter was good. You know, sure. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) I just remember like it was early 2000s and Harry Potter, I think it was Chamber of Secrets, was on ABC Family, which is now Freeform. And I just saw this giant-ass snake on the TV. I was like, this is not for me. (laughs) I'm never watching this again. (laughs) (laughs) And I think I watched Goblet of Fire or, like, Prisoner of Azkaban. And, you know, again, not for me. But, you know, shout-out to Harry Potter because people love that movie and love those books. No shout out to um, J.K. Rowling because fuck that bitch. Because for all the reasons, Un- unless you need the reasons, she's transphobic. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, crazy situation. But yeah. Um, um, that was a t- little tangent right there. Yeah, it was. But <laughs> but yeah, um, it's still wholeheartedly. Fuck, um, Horry Lanes, and you know all five foot three of him. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, hmm. Hmm. Um, I have a little another little pop culture thing I want to toss in here. Um, I toss it in. So, uh, this pad was it yesterday? Yesterday, which was the 26th, which was Saturday. Yeah, um, the LA Lakers advanced to the NBA Finals. 
And uh, this is the Lakers. Well, this is LeBron James, his 10th trip to the finals. Um, He's been a part of the finals for what? Eight or nine, nine of the last 10 years, I think, or so. Something like that. But anyway, um, historic thing for LeBron. Um, dude keeps breaking records and, you know, making history. Literally every time, like to, every time he steps on the floor. But go ahead. I also like to point out that as of today, as of the time that we're recording this, the Miami Heat is also in the finals with um, the Lakers, a team that he brought to championship three times. Yeah. Um, was it three times? Uh, well, I mean, they won twice. They went to the finals four twice. times. They went to the finals four times, won twice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But continue. I just had to throw that out there. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... Congratulations to Miami as well. It's white hot, you know, you know the vibes. I was, <laughs> I was originally pulling for uh, Boston Celtics because Jason Tatum is my guy, but um, shout out to them. It should be a good finals. Um, I think they're gonna give the Lakers um, a, a run for their yeah. money, even though I think the Lakers okay. will win. But anyway, besides the point. Um, this article came out um today, and it was about. LeBron James, and he said one of his regrets, which uh, was in 2018 when he first signed to the Lakers, um, Kobe Bryant reached out to him and uh, said, hey, man, we got to sit down. We're going to have a dinner. I want to tell you everything you need to know about being a part of the Lakers organization, about living in L.A., you know, what the Lakers fans would expect from you and all that stuff like that. And each time they ran into each other since then, they kept talking about this dinner. Like, all right, yeah, we're going we're gonna to do it. We're going to sit down. We're going to have this dinner, all those things like that. And uh, it never happened. Um, you know, Kobe Bryant tragically passed away in January of this year. And um, LeBron was talking about how he regret regrets, you know, never having that dinner with him. And it's just because, you know, Kobe had a busy schedule and LeBron had a busy schedule. Um, they're probably two of the most busiest athletes, mm-hmm. you know, in history. Um, LeBron always has so many things going on. And then, you know, Kobe had, you know, his his films, his books. Um, and then just being a dad, you know, um, being really fully invested. A yeah, a dad and a husband being fully invested in his children and his wife, his wife's lives. Um, you know, cause he wasn't able to do that while he was playing. So, you know, after retiring in 2016, he was all in taking his kids to school, um, being a part, you know, coaching his daughter, um, mm-hmm. all that stuff. So, you know, he stayed very busy. Um, but in this article, he was talking about, you know, the questions he would have asked him and the information he would have hoped to gain from him. And, uh, it was just, it was, uh, it was, it was heart-wrenching to read. And honestly, anything involving Kobe now to me is 
heartbreaking. But, um, yeah, my lesson I got from that, though, is just, you know, sometimes you got to slow things down. No matter how busy you are, sometimes you have to stop and take the time to appreciate uh, people while they're there. Um, so, uh, yeah, I felt it was a really good article. And I think also we should take the time to appreciate LeBron James because right now he is he's exhibiting greatness. Um, mm-hmm. He's, like I said, it's his 10th finals appearance. That's more finals appearance than appearances than like ninety percent of the NBA teams. Like he has more finals appearance appearances than the Pistons as a team as a franchise history. <laughs> they haven't been to the finals ten times. Like so, <laughs> uh, I think we should you know appreciate greatness, appreciate um, black excellence when you see it. So yes. Shout out to LeBron. Shout out to LeBron. Rest in peace, Kobe. Rest in peace, Kobe. But yeah. On to some other news uh, this week. Um, So, this week came the um, conclusion to a... I don't even know what you call it because I mean, it didn't go to trial. Um, but... It was an indictment. Yeah, an indictment. Um, four months since since it happened, since March, honestly, um, people have been calling for um, the arrest and the charge charges to be brought up against the murderers of Breonna Taylor. And, um, you know, we've seen her name everywhere. We've mm-hmm. seen... We've heard her name everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's it became a meme. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Um and it was just people, you know, asking that the officers be held accountable. And um, you know, finally indictments an indictment, a single indictment. Um you know, was brought Unfortunately this indictment was only for one of the three officers and the indictment is not a murder charge it is wanton endangerment which is just basically being reckless honestly and yeah, yeah none of us no one is is happy with that at all Brianna Taylor still did not receive any justice any justice and it's like there's there's still a dead body at the end of the day. Whether or not there was endangerment done by that specific officer, there's still a dead body. Right. So I don't know how you... Maybe it's not murder. Maybe it's not first-degree murder. But it's definitely, like, second-degree murder, I would say. Or at the very least, manslaughter. Like, like, and I wouldn't even say manslaughter because they shouldn't have been shooting. 
Like, if it's a no-knock warrant, don't you come in and you search? That's what a... You, is a isn't that what a warrant is? To search? Or to bring somebody into jail? Why, why are y'all shooting up the place? I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure if um, Breonna Taylor's boyfriend shot first or not. I don't know. But the fact that there was a gun present, I guess, kind of like is the reason for the shooting. Even though mm-hmm. with a no-knock warrant, I mean, this this young man shot because someone is breaking into his home, mm-hmm. which is totally legal. Like, in, like if someone's, if you have the right to defend your home, exactly. So that's where the real problem is. Like, they they came into the wrong home. Like, there should have never been a warrant for this home to begin with. So, yeah, it's just yeah, the police weren't doing their jobs. On many levels. Now someone is dead. And now that someone who passed passed away um, is not getting justice for her murder. Yeah. And, I mean, it's a story that we've heard before. I mean, look at what happened with George Floyd. Only one of the officers. But that officer was charged with murder right I, I think so I don't even know what kind of happened with that I feel like it got very quiet on that it front. really got super quiet I feel like there were mug shots and people were in jail and then I kind of didn't hear anything afterwards like the last thing I heard about it was when Someone was following one of the officers around, like, Kroger or whatever. The right, fuck, right. Or it was. He was out um, on bail. Yeah. But, like, when are the trials happening? I don't know. And, I mean, like, I understand, like, they probably would want it to be a public trial. But, I mean, obviously COVID. So, just put that thing up on TV and let's go. I'm probably I'm probably sure it's out there. We can probably Google it and find out when and what is happening. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm sick of hearing this story. They make it clear that to them, we do not matter and our lives don't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I don't even really know. I don't, like what what can you do? Like we Like how do you go ahead. Like we've we've protested, we've rioted, we've like what what else is there to do? I know everyone's everyone's screaming, everybody vote, vote and like We know that that's not going to solve anything. Right. Like, why do you, like, think about it. Why do you think that celebrities are trying to get everybody to vote versus, like, trying to get people to act, trying to, like, actually put in um, different things? Like, what am I trying to say? (laughs) Um, Why are they, like, pushing people towards voting versus pushing people towards protesting and 
doing different forms of resistance. Because voting really, like, while voting does do stuff, but voting in a national, like a like a general election doesn't have the same weight as if you were to vote in the smaller local elections. Right. And still then it's like a trickle effect. So yeah, you reform your local um, things, but overall nothing really changes. And um, yeah, and and like yeah, everybody's like, oh, we should revolutionize, but what does that look like? And who who's actually going to take the reins to revolutionize? Us. I wouldn't know where to fucking start how to do that but there is someone out there who does yeah and I mean along with that like people scream revolution and stuff but it's like do you know and are you prepared for what that is going sure, to look like, look like and what that and means that like because there's not just one thing that needs to be reformed, obviously. Like, yeah, we can we can start getting justice for these cops, but is that really attacking the root of the problem? No, that's just a band-aid over a larger issue. All right. And how do we fix systemic racism and all of the ways that it affects people in one, like, in one broad stroke? Yeah. Um, I don't know. These are questions that I don't know who has the answers to it. Who has answers to those questions? I'm not sure, but something's got to be done, and we got to keep as hard as it is and as difficult as it is because it's very difficult, even for me. Because I, after after that, after that news came out and there being a lack of justice after mm-hmm. all that protesting, after seeing her name everywhere, after. Mm-hmm countless influential people whether it be celebrities or other political people you know voiced their opinions and made their um opinions heard and i really thought i really thought that maybe it's a possibility at least charges will be brought whether they be convicted of those charges or not who knows but I thought something would be different. But, you know. And, like, like, there's so many things that went wrong with that case. There's so many things that went wrong with that, that situation that, like, consequences have to happen regardless. Like, not even if, like, because did they lose their jobs? Did people? Only one. One lost their job. Is that the one that's getting evicted? Yep. So, of those three men, 
only one is getting convicted, only one lost their job. However, still three men went into her house, her and her boyfriend's home. And that, is that not like accessory? But I guess there's no murder charges, so there's no accessory to a murder. Right. Um, I got nothing more to say about it. Well, um, now I gotta say now is, you know, rest in peace, Brianna Taylor. Prayers to her friends, her family, Mm -hmm. um, everyone that knew her, everyone that loved her. Mm -hmm. Um, She just had, like, like, just from seeing, like, pictures of her, like, she just had, like, such a great spirit. Like, she was, you know, a black-ass girl just minding her business, going through the world. Right. Yeah, like, she, just seeing, just seeing her photos, pictures, videos, whatever, even, like, just scrolling her, her social media, she's just an everyday, wonderful black person, and seeing those things and seeing how she was her characteristics she definitely is somebody i could see like being one of my friends or being like a family member like yeah you know so it's unfortunate and um like i said you know thoughts prayers love hope to her friends family and loved ones Mm -hmm. Um, I will add one more thing. So, Emmett Till, um, his, his killers were, um, what's it called? Found not guilty or arraigned. I think that's what the word is, but whatever. Um, not guilty on September 23rd, 2020, we found out that only one person is being indicted for charges not related to a murder. Right. So, it's just, you know, history repeats itself, and um, yeah. Alright. That was just one last thing, but yes. Um, rest in peace to Breonna Taylor, rest in peace to Emmett Till. Um, Rest in peace to all of our, you know, brothers and sisters, cousins, aunties, uncles, dads, moms that have daughters, sons that have lost their lives due to racial injustice. Exactly. So, you know, um... I did also want to say, bitch-ass motherfucking Donald Trump <laughs> is already on his way to putting in a new Supreme Court justice. Yeah, peep that. Yeah. And the bitches are going to talk about, her name is Amy Coney, first of all, but she going to go by the bitch for <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> The bitch gonna talk about how 
like, oh, I want to, like, um, honor the person who came before me, a.k.a. RBG, and, like, like talking about how, like, she advanced, like, women's um, right or whatever, but, like, bitch, we know what the fuck you really about to do when you st- sit in that seat. You about to decline anything that helps women. And you should have fucking listened to RBG's last dying wish, which was to wait until after the election to appoint a new Supreme Court justice. But, um, and unfortunately, because the Senate decides on that, it's very likely because the Senate is mostly Republican and mostly dick riders of Trump that she's going to get her appointment and she could be, you know, the next Supreme Court justice and we would be one step closer to fascism. So, yeah, you know, Ray. But moving on, do you have a personal update or something funny that happened to you this week something interesting that happened uh wow yeah i (laughs) i don't have anything this was one of those um one of those mundane boring weeks i guess Nothing, nothing happened for me this week. How about you? You got anything? Um, it was a busy week. Um, there's so many birthdays that happened this week. Um, and I'll just rattle them all off. So, happy birthday to Jay. Um, David's little crush. Whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> Hey, is this is this is this what we doing now on the podcast? We putting my business out here. Okay, scratch that. Wow. Um, so my roommate's birthday was on was yesterday. So happy birthday to him. Happy birthday to um. Chris, which is my best friend's boyfriend, his birthday is today, and um, happy birthday to Jay, whose birthday was on Tuesday, um, the 22nd, so yeah, um, shout out to all those people. Happy birthday, Jay. Mm. And everybody Mm. else, happy birthday. (laughs) Happy birthday to y'all, too. Um... Okay, so yeah, that's it. That's all I wanted to share. Um, I hope y'all are good. And, you know, y'all by, I mean, the um, the listeners here. Oh, also, I did want to let you guys know. I should have let you guys know this in Sips and Songs. But there is a playlist now for all of our sips and song our sip and song songs hey. <laughs> um so if you ever want to easily access any other songs that we talk about um during that segment 
it's easily accessible. You can find it in our link tree. And yeah, listen to it and, you know, tell us what you think. Um, you know, we're on social media. We'd love to hear you guys' thoughts. Um, what are our social medias, David? Oh, you know, you got the 20 Hours From Home. Yeah, 20 Hours From Home pod on Instagram. And you have 20 Hours From Home on Twitter. Uh, that is two zero. For hours from home two zero hours from home on twitter and two zero hours from home pod on instagram you know Cute. or you can hit up our personals um my personal instagram is king one one dav and that's the same on twitter king one one dav and you know let us know what's happening how you feel about the playlist you know, are you feeling the fucking vibes? Because <laughs> these are some vibes that we putting out there. Right. Um, also, yeah. Also, like right now, what it's just on Apple Music, the playlist. I'm thinking. I think yeah. I can. I can get it on Spotify. I think okay. I, I'll put the I'll put the Spotify one together. Okay. You know, not to leave our Spotify people out. Yeah. So it'll be on. Um, both links will be on our link tree. So um, check that out. And, you know, if you have a song that you would like to listen to, that you would like to for us to listen to, or if you have a sip that you would think would be good for us, let us know. Yeah. We'll hear it. For sure. Um, but, yeah, is there anything else you want to say, David? No. Nothing else. So, all I gotta say is, you know, it's been another episode of 20 Hours From Home Podcast. You can hear us on um, all of your podcast streaming services. You know, thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye.